Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I Declare It. Check out IDeclareMedia.com. And always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I Declare It. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. And good evening, everybody. Good Friday to you guys. Uh, Welcome. It is uh, 15 March 2019. You're listening to... The I Declare Show, uh, right here on IDeclareMedia.com. A lot going on, as we all know. Uh, First up, the uh, absolute uh, horrific uh, massacre and slaughter, uh, our time last evening, uh, there in uh, New Zealand. Uh, We were going to hear from the Prime Minister of New Zealand Uh, in regards uh, to what they are grappling with um, and what we as a nation know tragically all too well, uh, the um, rise and consistent and perpetual uh, activity of the uh, white supremacist movement um, around this planet. And, uh, wow, Uh, tragedy, tragedy, mass tragedy. Uh, So we're going to hear from her uh, in regards to this and uh, what she, as the leader of the New Zealand government, uh, is doing uh, in regards to uh, the latest uh, global horror. Uh, Also, uh, domestically, I want to get into the uh, Democratic presidential um, uh, candidates. Uh, and the many choices that we Americans, uh, that we progressives uh, are, are, are having to uh, grapple with. Um, uh, we have the luxury of having uh, a pretty solid talent uh, out there uh, in terms of uh, our presidential hopefuls on the Democratic side. Um, however, I want to uh, get into the uh, prior fundraising history uh, for some of them and find out if any of that means something to you currently. Uh, The prior fundraising history of many of our uh, current um, uh, Democratic presidential candidates um, and and, and who that money is tied to and all of that. Also, uh, of course, this week, a huge story in regards to uh, the uh, university uh, admission schemes of the wealthy and powerful. Um, it 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 uh, is uh, 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 just blazing tangible examples of the wealthy and powerful using that wealth and power to cheat their way up. Uh, but it is also as old as uh, university infrastructure uh, itself. And of course, it doesn't just um, have the boundaries of the university um, uh, admission. Uh, uh, this 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 rigging. Uh, by the wealth and powerful and cheating your way up is pretty much how uh, our nation is grid. Um, So we'll get into that as well. 
Uh, also, uh, a uh, very important uh, hearing uh, there in D.C. Um, pertaining to the census, uh, the big census that's coming up in 2020. Um, it's tragic, but it appears the census has been corrupted and politicized, uh, and this is a very serious concern, and you might not pay attention to this kind of stuff because you're you know, dealing with your daily do. Uh, and I get it. Uh, that's why we're we're doing that here. And so we'll get into that uh, as well uh, tonight. Um, and then there's this. The White House uh, has uh, submitted and proposed uh, its budget uh, to Congress. And wow. Uh, so we will get uh, into that. And then I just have a question um, and, and, and it's been like a non-micron, and, and if you want to call or, or tweet or, or uh, uh, chat, um, I would love to uh, get, get your take on this. Uh, 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 how does one who faces uh, uh, just a myriad of uh, uh, legal uh, uh, compromises, uh, in the form of uh, uh, obstruction of justice, uh, uh, campaign finance felonies, uh, uh, conspiring uh, with a foreign government, uh, 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 a tax evasion, uh, insurance fraud, a uh, money laundering, money laundering, uh, misuse of charitable foundation, uh, uh, emoluments law violations, uh, and more. How 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 does that? Uh, uh, a person get taken seriously in terms of running for office. Running on what? That's my question. What are you running on? <laughs> uh, uh, and of course, there's um, a whole lot more. Uh, before we go uh, one moment further, I want to thank uh, Alpo. Uh, Alpha, thank you so much for uh, sitting in uh, for me. Um, as you guys know, I'm I'm in a bit of a, um, a state of a transition, and um, uh, the climate uh, severity and extremities are real, and they have uh, impacted uh, me and my family, and uh, we are making some changes in regards to that. Uh, and of course, that bounces into today, and uh, not only domestically but internationally, uh, young people um, here in this country and around and around the world are standing up uh, and demanding uh, attention be be paid to those climate science extremities. Uh, so uh, a tremendous amount uh, going on. Um, I'm hoping that you are okay and 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 hanging in there. Uh, as as best you can. We are in the midst of very, very serious times. Um, it's tight. It's tight out here. And uh, the poorer and the browner uh, one is, uh, apparently the tighter uh, it is uh, on said uh, individual. Uh, so uh, a lot going on. And uh, again, uh, my thanks to uh, Alpo. Uh, you can uh, get on the horn here and call. The number to dial in is 646-595-4309. Uh, you can also tweet at I am I declare on the Twitter. Um, my Instagram, I've got that tab up as well. Uh, what else? Um, you can uh, email me, uh, the uh, India Declare Show at gmail.com. I know, yeah, the India Declare Show. That was the original name of the show and all that. But anyway, the India Declare Show at gmail.com. And uh, that's about it. Uh, we will uh, take 
uh, take a quick break here and come back. I think uh, Alpo is uh, on the line uh, with me. We'll 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 get to uh, Alpo. Of course, I want to get his take on everything. Um, before we do that, though, let us listen to the Prime Minister of New Zealand, um, uh, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, uh, and she made uh, this announcement today before uh, her citizenry. Uh, and the world in regards to the uh, right-wing uh, white supremacist massacre uh, that took place there in New Zealand. Um, uh, 49 uh, dead, um, many more tremendously seriously uh, injured, uh, and uh, the people of New Zealand are in shock uh, as they face um, the horror that has, uh, that has uh, come, uh, come to their uh, home. Uh, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. I'm advised that there were five guns used by the primary perpetrator. There were two semi-automatic weapons and two shotguns. The offender was in possession of a gun license. I'm advised that this was acquired in November of 2017. A lever-action firearm was also found. While work has been done as to the chain of events that led to both the holding of this gun licence and the possession of these weapons, I can tell you one thing right now. Our gun laws will change. There have been attempts to change our laws in 2005, 2012 and after an inquiry in 2017. Now is the time for change. And we thank you, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand. And she's right. Now is the time for change. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I Declare It. Check out IDeclareMedia.com. And always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. Uh, 646-595-4309, a tremendous amount uh, going on. I want to say a big shout out. Uh, to America's 116, the uh, Democratic-led House of Representatives, um, uh, 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 doing tremendous uh, work and bringing sunlight and sunshine, quote, close quote, uh, to what has been going on uh, in our nation's uh, executive branch. Quoting, Sunshine Week 2019, exposing secrecy in the Trump administration. The Trump administration is engaged in an unprecedented level of stonewalling and secrecy. This week, Oversight Committee Democrats will highlight critical issues that warrant more transparency from this administration, quote, close quote. Uh, If you have not been keeping up with um, uh, uh, oversight um, uh, there, the uh, oversight uh, committee there, uh, chaired, of course, by uh, Representative uh, Elijah Cummings, uh, Cummings. Um, this has been a big week in terms of shedding light on uh, the, 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 the many issues. Uh, please visit oversight.house.gov and, uh, and get this PDF. I have it up on my social media 
um, uh, so you can just get uh, get it at uh, I am uh, I declare on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Um, but the Sunshine Week 2019 and hashtag Sunshine Week um, and and a lot of um, uh, links will uh, come up as well. Uh, but for instance, uh, this is what has been going on there uh, in our nation's Congress. Quoting. Withholding information on the Trump administration child separation policy. On 26 February, uh, on 26 February 2019, after a bipartisan vote, the committee issued subpoenas to Attorney General Barr, Secretary of Homeland Security Nielsen, and Secretary of Health and Human Services Azar for records they are withholding on the Trump administration's child separation policy, including specific information about each child separated. Um, Further, uh, quoting, withholding documents of the addition of the citizenship question to the census. And we actually have uh, audio uh, in regards to this. Uh, Quoting, the Department of Commerce and the Department of Justice are refusing to provide documents related to their decision to add the citizenship question that the Census Bureau experts, experts warned against. Two federal courts have now found that Secretary Wilbur Ross violated the law, yet they still refuse to provide the documents. Uh, Moving on, all of this uh, is pertaining to the Sunshine Week 2019, oversight.house.gov, to get all of the information and get this PDF and share this, uh, because this is what is happening in our name, on our dime, and we're paying for it in a myriad of ways, not just monetarily. Continuing, and I quote, withholding documents on decision to move FBI headquarters. On 6 March 2019, Chairman Cummings, along with other House committee and subcommittee chairs, sent letters to the General Services Administration, the Department of Justice, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation, demanding documents being withheld by the Trump administration on its abrupt decision to block the plan to relocate the FBI's headquarters, which would have allowed commercial developers to acquire the site and compete with the Trump Hotel across the street. Wow. You know, it's, 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 it's amazing that, uh, that all these plates are spinning uh, at one time. Uh, and by plates, I mean this, continuing, quoting, withholding information on security clearances. Chairman Cummings has sent several letters to White House counsel Pat Cipollone seeking documents and witness interviews in light of reports that President Trump pushed for his son-in-law and senior advisor, Jared Kushner, to receive a security clearance despite numerous red flags, directly contradicting the president's public denial just eight days after the committee launched its investigation. And there's more. Quoting, violating federal law by failing to submit national drug control strategy. The White House, quoting, the White House violated federal law by failing to submit to Congress its national drug control strategy for two years. This year, they submitted a 23-page pamphlet that the GAO, General Accountability Office, testified does not comply with the law. And then there's this, quoting, hiding information about efforts to transfer sensitive U.S. nuclear technology to Saudi Arabia 
On February 19 of 2019, the committee issued an interim staff report after multiple whistleblowers came forward to warn about efforts inside the White House to rush the transfer of highly sensitive U.S. nuclear technology to Saudi Arabia in potential violation of the Atomic Energy Act and without required review by Congress. It goes on. Please visit oversight.house.gov and if you haven't already and get this information as to, and this is just one committee. <laughs> there is a lot going on and we're paying for it. And the American people voted to hold accountable to bring, to bring uh, a check um, uh, to bring the Democrats into power and leadership uh, uh, by mass numbers. So this is what the American people voted for, and accountability and sunshine is what we are getting, and it's a lot. So I know you're busy. I know you've got all that you normally do and, 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 and stuff that's you know also going on as well, but make sure you take the time to visit oversight.house.gov and get information in regards to Sunshine Week 2019. Because, honey, they are all about the sunshine. They're not playing. <laughs> okay. That was just a snippet. So our congressional representatives are very, very busy. And it, 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 it goes to show how much the power of participation is when you engage in your governance, you rush your power of participation into it. And then we get, as in this situation, we get critically needed information of what's going on in our nation's government, in our name. And on our dime, oversight.house.gov, and we thank Chairman Cummings and all of the uh, members and staff for, for their work. It ain't perfect, but it is our system. And your engagement and your participation in that system is the oil and the oxygen of the power. You give those representatives that power to do that oversight. And as we are in very serious times, that oversight, that accountability, that transparency, and yes, that sunlight is desperately needed, necessary, and appreciated. I declare you. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. And I mean, I'm getting sicker and sicker. I have no way out. God's vision 
was for us to take care of the land, the water, and the air, and not to destroy it. We understand the connection between systemic racism, poverty, and ecological devastation. Poor black and white, brown and native communions are chosen, and it's not new. There is a reason why, for instance, they run the pipeline and the compressor stations, and they never go through affluent communities. Hazardous waste facilities, solid waste disposal sites, contaminated industrial sites, and now pipelines and compressors. They are disproportionately placed in poor communities and black communities. You can't just, just say I'm sorry and address cultural racism, no matter how grotesque cultural racism, that is rudeness and words and pictures are. The real racism you must prove you're against is systemic racism. If you are against voting rights, if you support environmental racism, if you are against health care for everybody that disproportionately helps African American and brown people, all of this racism. We, the people of the United States of America, we have to reclaim our own destiny and make the decision about what our lives are going to be like, what our environment's going to be like, whether our air is going to be clean, whether our water is fit to drink, whether our land is going to be free from poison, whether our children are going to be able to have a fine and decent and clean and safe future. And we thank Repairers of the Breach and the Climate Reality Project, led by Reverend Dr. Barber. And, of course, there, the voice you heard right alongside with Reverend Barber was the former Vice President uh, Al Gore. Uh, Please visit uh, Repairers of the Breach and get more information on the environmental injustices that are impacting our Uh, climate domestically and obviously globally, and instead of falling for the pimp game of hating your fellow brother and sister, be they black, be they white, be they brown, be they native, be they Christian, be they Muslim, be they Hindu, be they Sikh, instead of falling for the pimp game of hating each other, If the pipelines are run through your neighborhood, if the hazardous waste is coming near you, if the solid waste disposal sites are near you, if the compression stations are near you, if the contaminated industrial sites are near you, and they're near us all, we need to come together. You know, the planet is round. I know maybe some people don't believe that either, but it is. So always remember what you put out in the planet. It can only come around to bite your ass.
You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I Declare It. Check out IDeclareMedia.com. And always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. India Declare. Real, raw, and right now. Four six five nine five four three zero nine. Let me get this budget. Um, thank you guys for listening to uh, and supporting uh, I Declare Media, the I Declare Show. Uh, let's see, where is it? I know I've got so many things up here. No, where is it? Yeah, here it is. Uh, CBPP.org, CBPP.org, Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. If, if if you haven't uh, been to that website, I highly recommend it uh, since, you know, facts are, are, are not in style these days for some. Uh, but um, uh, for me, uh, that's all I go by. I don't have time. I don't have time for BS. Okay? Uh, and especially when it is heaping, steaming, bubbling, and percolating. Uh, with a non-stop consistency of a rotisserie oven. So that takes me to uh, sites like this so I can read uh, this, quoting, uh, President Trump's fiscal 2020 budget proposal, a troubling vision for the nation. Uh, get this, at cbpp.org, written by Mr. Robert Greenstein, uh, dated 11 March 2019. Continuing, and I quote, President Trump's fiscal 2020 budget proposal presents a deeply troubling vision for the nation. It sharply cuts funding in the part of the budget that invests in future economic growth through education and training, scientific research, infrastructure, and the like. It reverses progress in making affordable health care available to people who don't have employer coverage or can't afford private coverage. It cuts basic assistance substantially for families, children, elderly, and disabled people who are in need and struggle to get by. And it doubles down, and it doubles down on policies that take away health care, food, and housing when adults aren't able to meet a work requirement. Despite bemoaning deficits, it calls for making the costly 2017 tax cut, which largely benefit those who already have high incomes and wealth, permanent. While most proposals in the budget won't be enacted this year, the budget is a roadmap to the types of policies the administration will seek to implement with the tools at its disposal, including executive orders and regulatory changes. Altogether, the budget would make poverty deeper and more widespread, increase the ranks of the uninsured, exacerbate inequality and racial disparities, and shrink opportunities for those trying to get ahead. Quote, 
close quote, please visit cbpp.org, cbpp.org. This one is entitled Greenstein, President Trump's Fiscal 2020 Budget Proposal, A Troubling Vision for the Nation. It is dated 11 March 2019. And we thank Mr. Robert Greenstein and cbpp.org. I also have it up uh, on the social media platform of Twitter at uh, I Declare Media. Uh, so, you know, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the constant uh, uh, drumbeat of, of, of cultural and racial separation uh, and all of that. Uh, to me, that acts as a, a very effective, uh, but uh, acts as a smokescreen uh, to keep one distracted, um, uh, you know, and in a state of despair. Um, so one doesn't really know, like, what's actually going on. Uh, so don't fall for it. Don't Don't fall for it. We're better than that. Or at least we should be better than that because we've got young people looking at us, kind of hoping uh, that we are uh, better uh, than that. So stay engaged and know that uh, your engagement and your participation is what gives the system the power that it has of accountability, uh, transparency, um, and sunshine. Sunshine Week, honey, 2019. Uh, now, can we get into this, uh, 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 you know, when this university scheme thing broke? I mean, I was like, duh. Like, what? <laughs> um, uh, it was interesting. Uh, I always uh, kind of observe how media narrates, you know, like how media narrates stuff. Like, for instance, the horror in New Zealand, right? Like, like how the media narrates um, and frames whatever the issue is. Um, let's say that that gunman or, or gun person or, 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 you know, a killer uh, was uh, of a Middle Eastern descent. That whole that whole thing would have been narrated differently, right? I mean, we would have known uh, where do they get rad- radicalized, and and uh, you know, it just it just it's just the whole thing would have been. Hold on, let me stop my alarm on my phone. The whole thing would have been narrated uh, differently. Uh, I'm always fascinated with the narration of media and and uh, and the framing of of, of varying uh, issues. Uh, I think I, and I've said this many times, and I believe it. I, I really think uh, media uh, and all of its varying uh, forms, as we have advanced uh, technologically, uh, I think it should be part of basic curriculum um, uh, all the way up through the varying levels of school uh, that your parents are scheming to uh, get you in. And um, <laughs> I just think media production and all of it should be taught. Uh, right along with um, uh, academia, uh, because media is 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 so um, 
impactful and so permeating in terms of uh, our mindsets and um, who we ultimately become. It's tragic that it is, but it is. And so I, I, I think that the narration of media is, is, is something that people should not only just look at the screen, but also see how media is made, how it is created from its inception, from, from whoever comes up with the concept, from the writer uh, to the storyboard, to the whole thing. Um, and, and, and that brings me back to uh, how things are narrated and, 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 and how things are framed. And so when the university, you know, when the, what is it, the, the, the scheme, university admission schemes of the wealthy and the powerful, you know, uh, when that broke, uh, I just, I thought the narration was cute. Because you know, like, um, like when somebody, hmm, let's see, how about how about somebody black and somebody kind of prominent, you know, like when they fall, wow, like we get the perk walk. I mean, we get the, we get the, you know, we get the, we get the cameras all over, and and uh, you know, they're coming out of the SUV, and 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 the media is just crammed all, you know. But yet, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that with this, and 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 maybe I missed the perk wall. I I don't know. Maybe I missed it. But I just, I didn't see that whole scenario uh, with this. Uh, I just, I just thought the whole thing was just uh, uh, the 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 quote unquote shock, shock, the shock, uh, shock. Can we can we get real? Isn't isn't this um? I mean, you know, fine. Isn't this kind of how you know how it works, right? I mean, and it's not just academia, right? I mean, come on. If you've got the hookup at the company, right? I mean, that's how this country works. Take a listen to this. I I thought Dr. Jason Johnson nailed it. He was on uh, MSNBC, and and I love Dr. Jason Johnson's uh, analysis. Um, and he was talking about the university ad- admissions, uh, you know, a cheating schemes of the rich and famous. That's my term for it. Um, and I just I just thought he nailed it so succinctly so quickly uh, and so accurately. And that didn't happen to any of these kids because the assumption was you're white, you're rich, so it must somehow some way be okay. And I do not believe under any circumstances that some of these students didn't know what their parents were doing. If you get into a school to play a sport that you don't play, you're getting different emails. You're getting different registration. This isn't the first time you these parents have written. a month early. Exactly. So this isn't the first time these kids have had something rigged for them on the behalf of their parents. This starts at private elementary schools in New York and Chicago where kids get extra time because their parents can go doctor shopping and find someone to say that they have a learning disability. This is all combined. And I will say this about the consequences. This is important. You've got teachers in Atlanta who are going to jail, right, for fixing tests. You've got Kelly Willems Bolar, a black woman who was sent to jail for 10 days because she used her dad's address so her kids could go to a better school. Mm-hmm. You have Camila Campbell, who was a high school student this year in Florida, who got brought in and has to get a lawyer to prove the fact that she improved her own grades by 400 points on the SATs. Every single one of these parents should be in jail. And they're not going to go because they're white and they're rich and they have access. And, that- and there you have it. Right? 
So what the hell was all the shock about? Just so shocked, shocking. Breaking news, the shocking university admissions cheating schemes of the rich. No, not shocked. How you going to bribe the folks that for the test that you bribed the folk to take? They got your kid into the school that you bribed the coach to give an athletic recruitment spot for and photoshopped a picture of your kid playing a sport he don't even play. But the fiesta resistance is that you then have the audacity to bribe your doctor to claim your kid is too sick, disabled, or injured to play the sport he really don't even play when he gets to the school he shouldn't be at anyway. But wait! Because the scam was run through a nonprofit organization, the scammers now claim the expenditures on the scheme as a charitable deduction and get a tax benefit. Scam oh. punch scam with a tax hookup cherry on the top. I mean, damn. These folk are tricky as hell. Baby, they got scams we ain't even thought about. Thank you, Miss Star Jones at Star Jones ESQ on the social media at Star Jones ESQ. Did she nail those that fifty three seconds? Nailed it. I mean, it's just narration. Media narration is so fascinating. You know, the, 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 it's already rigged in your favor. All roads lead to the tax code. I, I've been saying that now. I cannot believe I've been on the air this long uh, but for about like 12 years. Uh, so we know, we, know, we know the rigging uh, takes place. And, of course, the, the uh, eloquent uh, rigging starts with the tax code, darling. We all know that, darling. We know about that carried interest. Wink, winky, wink, honey. Wink, 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 wink. So we know all roads lead to the tax code. So, so you've got your status quo rigging. So you've already got the advantage of the wealth and the power and all that. You know, the status quo rigging. But the status quo, you know, a hookup, that's not enough. It's just not enough, is it? I mean, it's just, I, you, 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 uh, well, you don't have to make it up, do you? It's real. I think when a scandal like this breaks, it's really important for us to understand that we've gone from seeing 0% of a system to 0.003% of a system, right? There's so much more here. This is a little biopsy of a world that we happen to get. And what we learned is as you cover on this show, America is in many ways rigged for the wealthy and powerful. And we know that. We have a tax code that is rigged for the wealthy and powerful. We have antitrust in enforcement that's rigged for the wealthy and powerful. We fund public education according to property taxes. So nicer mommy or daddy's house, the better the school you get. America's already rigged for rich people. The problem is for some rich people, all that rigging that I just described is shared equally among rich people, right? You have the same first-class seat on the commercial jet that everybody, all the other rich people have. And, and what we found in this case was some rich people are not satisfied with the generalized rigging that they have to share with everybody else. They want special, private, bespoke, bottle service rigging over and above the standard rigging that rich people receive. <laughs> there you go. Ad Adnan writes. Thank you. Thank you, Adnan. 
at Adnan Rice. I mean, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's like, what do you do with this? See, that's why you don't buy the pimp game of hating your fellow brother and sister who's got the same tax rate as you. That's the game of the dumb. That's what they want you to do. And they want you to be in that state of, 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 of just, 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 just barfing of rage at your fellow brother and sister who might not look like you, but who are in the same jammed up tax code as you and who are having to deal with the same, uh, 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 what is it? The same uh, pipelines under their, under their property as you, they're having to deal with the same hazardous waste facility facilities, uh, uh, toxifying and poisoning their air and their water and their soil as you, they're having to deal with the solid waste disposal sites, uh, just like you. They're having to deal with the contaminated industrial sites just like you. So, but yet you're being pimped to hate your fellow brother and sister because they don't look like you or they might not pray to whoever you pray to so that you don't have your eye on the big game. And just like Anand said, we're going from seeing 0.00 of the rigging to 0.0003 of the rigging. I added a zero. Don't be pissed. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. Listening to the I Declare Show, Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I declare it. Check out IDeclareMedia.com and always remember: no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're listening to the I Declare Show, Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I declare it. Forty-five minutes after uh, hour one, uh, yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't fall for that. I, I, I just, oh, oh my goodness, I don't have time for that. Oh my goodness, and just hate on your brother and sister, and they just as jacked as you. 
You dumbass. Let me, uh uh-uh, look, look. Uh, Let me bring up uh, Alpha. Alpha, thank you so much for sitting uh, with us tonight and, of course, for sitting in for me uh, last week. I really do appreciate you, Alpha. How are you doing? Well, good evening, India. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm trying to hang in here. You know how it is. Well, India, let me say this first. What you have laid out are the exact talking points, the exact message, the exact outcry that should be on every Democrat, and I call them Democrat, they're Democratic. Every Democratic elected official, every progressive, that should be the battle cry. And as we say, the truth must be spoken more than once. Yes. You know, when these Trump apologists come on the air on CNN, and they have quite a few of them. They have Kellyanne Conway on all the time. They have uh, Steve Cortez on all the time. They have uh, Kingston, all of them. I don't know how many of your listeners know that Zucker, the uh, head of uh, CNN, Uh was also the head of The Apprentice. He oversaw the production of The Apprentice. No, I didn't know that. So so to say that there is a connection as he he badgers CNN. As he badmouths CNN, as he calls them the enemy of the people, he's really giving us the okie doke because he is basically sending his stooges out to basically lie for him mm-hmm. and uh, make excuses for him. When you get right down to it, this is a uh, a negligence on the part of progressives to push them. You know how when Kellyanne Conway goes on a program and they ask her a question, she quickly dismisses the question and tells them what they should be talking about. And she won't stop talking. And she immediately turns her talking points into the topic of what they are talking about. And the host has absolutely... Nothing to say. That should be the democratic response. They should force their way onto every pundit punditry show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and rain down on them the lack of transparency and the corruption in the Trump administration. I saw uh, Reverend Barb the governor of North Carolina, Martin Luther King, and Reverend Barber was on the same stage. And as he, he, as he uh, invoked Martin Luther King and what he stood for, Reverend Barber was sitting behind him, shaking his head. And when Reverend Barber got up to speak, Reverend Barber called him out. I mean, to his face. He called him out. With you know things like mm-hmm. you can't possibly understand what 
Martin Luther King spoke of, when you are doing this or when you are doing that, he right. called him out. He embarrassed mm-hmm. the hell out of him. And this, is, this must be the fight that goes forward. Because if it's not the fight that goes forward, the next shooting will be here in the United States. And I posted a, um, I, I, I made a post, uh, a, a tweet, a retweet, if you will. Mm-hmm. And this particular retweet is really, <laughs> is really the, the antithesis of what we hear and what we are seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, um, the, Christchurch Mosque in yeah. New Zealand, the um, Tree of Life Synagogue, mm-hmm. the Christchurch Mosque, a white supremacist, the Tree of Life Synagogue, a white supremacist, mm-hmm. Oak Creek Temple, a white supremacist, mm-hmm. Overland Park Jewish Center, a white supremacist, Islamic mm-hmm. Center in Quebec City, a white supremacist. There must be more pressure placed upon law enforcement and those who sincerely don't want to see a civil war in this nation. I contend Donald Trump's uh, goal is to ignite some type of civil war so he can claim martial law and suspend the election. So he you know, um, uh, what 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 you're saying? Uh, I saw. Um, oh my gosh, her name. Uh, what is it? Uh, Omarosa. Uh, when she was first promoting her book, and um, she did speak. She did speak to that. It. Uh, uh, she said that he wants a race war. I heard. I saw her say that. That, she did well, say that. Just those were her words. Amarosa's um, try to come home. She could never go right. home. She sided with him. She should stay with him. Amarosa's only role in any of this should have been the response of the congresswoman groveled and apologized to Meadows about his prop. She should have mentioned Amarosa called him a racist. She's not calling him a racist, nor was she calling Meadows a racist. Amarosa called the president a racist. Yes, and she yes, was there. And she knows him. she knows him better than the hack that was standing behind him. The what the prop that was standing mm-hmm. behind him. Yes, she, she worked with him long enough. Mm-hmm. He yes, her. and and oh, and no. her book and her book uh, unhinged um, uh, has has been on the uh, best uh, seller list. So she has put her story out to the world. Uh, uh, but yeah, her her uh, uh, you know her her navigation is uh, you, you know even like when she was promoting her book, I, I and and I haven't you know spoken of her because. Uh, she 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 has been right there aligned um, uh, with him. I remember her during the campaign and all of that, and she was 
you know, right there cheering on the audiences and all of that. And, uh, uh, but I did remember that one thing that she said. And, uh, when you, when you, when you were speaking to that, um, um, uh, uh, her, her, um, uh, her statement, uh, popped into my head, but, uh, Alpha, I want to share this. This was last evening, uh, on CNN, uh, Mr. Keith Boykin on CNN. And, and, uh, he was, uh, he sat with Ms. Erin Burnett there on, on, uh, out front. And they, they were talking about the, uh, the interview uh, uh, that a 45 gave to, I believe the platform was Breitbart. And, and, and he was speaking to how his supporters, you know, they can get, quote, tough, close quote. And so Mr. Boykin had something to say. And I think he was, I think he was sitting across uh, the gentleman that you referenced there on CNN, uh, the supporter uh, pundit. Uh, take a listen to this. Keith, when you hear the president say things could get very bad, very bad, uh, if police and military, the police, the military get tough, what do you think he's saying? I think he's clearly threatening violence uh, or hinting at the possibility of violence. It's a part of a pattern that we've seen from Donald Trump going back to the presidential campaign when he would consistently talk about he wanted to punch people in the face, tell people to knock the crap out of protesters. He offered to pay the legal bills for, for people who yep. roughed up protesters. He just consistently behaved in a way that was detrimental to creating a collegial atmosphere in, in a presidential race, and he doesn't show any sense of he's, he's learned anything since he's become president. Themselves. Steve, we've never had a president like this before who's not only encouraged violence in his campaign while a black woman in Louisville was pushed around or a black man in, in, in Fayetteville was, was, was punched in the face. We, we saw that <coughs> during, the, during the actual presidency of this guy, he went to uh, Montana and he praised Greg Gianforti, a congressman, for body slamming a reporter. We have people who are out there who are Trump supporters who are sending bombs to this office at CNN where I sit today, people who have been engaging in violent activity. The President of the United States has encouraged this type of behavior or at least hinted that he doesn't, no. doesn't disapprove of no, it. When Charlottesville not. happened, when, pe when violent people were actually marching with tiki torches in Charlottesville, the President said they were very fine people. This is a guy who has a history no, he did of not stoking the He no, said he there were very fine people on both sides. This is a guy no. who has a history on of both stoking sides the flame of, the monument of violence. Why there. did he and, offer and, to pay the again, legal bills for people who were, who were roughing up people in, in his campaign rallies? Why did he go to the police chiefs and tell them that it was okay to engage in police brutality and rough up suspects. Why did he invite Ted Nugent to come to the White House for an Oval Office photo op after Ted Nugent threatened Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama with a machine gun? This guy has a mm -hmm. history of playing loose with okay. his words, and it's not helpful in a country that's already on the edge. If, no, if he had the tendencies that he's being accused of by people like just Michael because Cohen, he's a, have just no because idea he's where bad, he gets his evidence. Just because he's not good at being a dictator doesn't mean he's not trying. Let's just leave it at <laughs> okay, that. Okay, final word. So he's, a, he's an incompetent dictator. That's the best <laughs> Look, you could probably the, say I, for him at this I, point. Okay. And we thank uh, CNN, uh, at CNN, and at Keith Boykin, uh, K-E-I-C-H-B-O-Y-K-I-N. Alpha, um, uh, what say you on that? Uh, Mr. Boykin hit it on the head, and just the mere fact that Cortez was there trying to blunt, trying to shut him down, he couldn't. He he was unable to get a word in because uh, Mr. Boykin had his shit together, mm -hmm. and you cannot deny the facts. 
but he wanted to tell you what Donald, he didn't say that. <laughs> we all heard it. And that, that, I mean, it's, it is just incredible. It is just incredible. And it's time to call out CNN and all of these pun. You know, Anne Burnett is no, is no uh, saint in all this. She's as right-wing, knuckle-dragging as they come, along with the majority of these pundits on CNN, MSNBC. You know, um, it's a job. It's a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a job. If you are a pundit posing as a journalist or posing as a truth teller. Mm-hmm. How do you how, how how do you approach that? How is it that you can have you know, what's the name of the uh right wing radio host who got a job and he's a funny looking guy with glasses on. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. think of his name, but um Hugh mm-hmm. Hugh, that's his name, that's who he is. Oh, oh, yeah. Jay, Jay, <laughs> MSNBC. I know, yeah. And all he mm-hmm. does is deny what Trump is and what Trump does. The Democratic Party, the progressives, are allowing this fruit, low-hanging, fall to the ground. This should be around the next every Republican running for Senate, uh, every Republican still running in the House. How they have acquiesced, how they have cringed and cowered to the power of Donald Trump. And that's all you see. And you see silence, utter silence. Wilbur Ross and the people in his cabinet, they should be indicted. Wilbur Ross should be indicted for perjury. But he never will be because you have the treason whisperer as the attorney general. Mm-hmm. Treason whisperer is the man, William Barr, who went to H.W. Bush and told him, if you want this Iran conscious thing to go away, pardon everybody. And H.W. Bush pardoned everybody. And that's all we heard about it because the Democrats were too cowardly to put up a fight. And speaking of that, I'm glad that you brought that up. I, I'm so glad that you brought that up because the uh, it made news this week. Uh, uh, the speaker, uh, the House speaker, said uh, uh, when asked about uh, 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 impeaching uh, this uh, president, uh, uh, I believe the quote is, "He's just not worth it." Uh, I, I mean, if you don't get impeached in regards to some of this, just some of it, uh, then 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 what is impeachment for? And and um, uh, and is that a is that a strategy? Uh, where, and I know that the congressional committees are are making the case step by step, and 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 we. Those of us who are following this, we we see the work that the Intel Committee and Oversight and and and, and Judiciary and, and 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 the other committees, you know, are involved in, and it's a lot and it's serious. 
um, and, uh, and hopefully, um, uh, uh, you know, it will it will uh, uh, confirm what to me is it's like what you're saying. Like we're like we're you know we're we're up to our we're up to our you know outer thighs in 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 uh, in uh, corruption. And I just thought when the speaker said that, I thought, well, he's just not worth it. Like, like what's the backstory behind? That statement, knowing that the speaker is a political strategist uh, and an expert one at that, uh, uh, what do you think is the backstory behind that statement that clearly she wanted to leave uh, to the public? What 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 gives? Well, first of all, she knows that she hasn't impeached. She hasn't impeached in the House. Mm-hmm. But right, of never, course, in the Senate, never. Right. So mm-hmm. what do they do? They turn around and yell, coup. If you notice the term political coup has come up. Correct. And that infused, that infused, he keeps his base angry, fired up. He keeps his base aroused because he keeps the lies going. They believe mm-hmm. his lies. They continue with their anger. These are the these people have been angry for a decade now. They've been <laughs> yeah, they're pissed. Mm-hmm. How long can you be effing angry when you are the privileged ones? You are the right. ones who are privileged. The school, the school scandal. They uh, progressives and Democrats and black people are missing the boat on that. The narrative should simply be, this is the main reason why we need affirmative action. This is the main reason why everything that is wrong with this country and is rigged with this country is rigged toward white supremacy. This is not some outlier. This is not some, some, something that somebody thought of. You know, they have think tanks that bring this about. Mm-hmm. And nobody says a word. They they are silent. You know this is worse than this is worse than their their uh, indoctrination with religion. If they've got you processing program to keep your mouth shut in fear of retaliation, they push back vigorously. Constantly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And unless you do your due diligence and push back with the truth, there's one thing that is that separates you from them, and that's the truth. Their, their uh, modus operandi is admit nothing, deny everything, and accuse everyone of what you're When you have Donald Trump talking about millions and millions of people uh, coming over the border, and you and it, it inspires a white nationalist, white supremacist, terrorist, terrorist. And their biggest problem, their biggest mistake, was when they did not call this man a stochastic terrorist as he was moving along in the campaign. You see, because by now. The stochastic terrorism would be obvious. It would be obvious. 
if you had started calling this man a stochastic terrorist, and not just call him a stochastic terrorist, define what a stochastic terrorist is. Every mm-hmm. time you call him, define the word. Yeah, I I saw your I saw and retweeted your 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 tweet on that. Um, uh, uh, that especially in the face of um, uh, clearly uh, his his history and the way he has run his organization, uh, it's not new. What 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 is coming up is not new. What 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 the uh, what is it? The Southern District of New York and 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 what our own congressional uh, varying uh, committees are 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 you know are finding out and and you know and what and what Michael Cohen came and talked about and and what who knows who else is talking and you know and all that. This is not new. Uh, like that, I can't remember if it was on HBO or Showtime. Uh, but the Trump family business, and it talked about the taxes and their history of taxes, and the New York it was a New York Times uh, uh, just documentary layout of of, of how the journalists uh, 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 investigated the, uh, the Trump family tax history, and they they got the father's tax history. They weren't able to get you know Mr. Trump himself, but but they got you know Fred Trump's tax history, and through that tax history. They learned a lot. And so, I mean, you know, it's like, this is not, like, it's not new. Um, that's my point. And so, um, uh, you know, um, if, 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 if some of this is not impeachable, I mean, just off the top of my head, I'm like, uh, you've got possible obstruction of justice, uh, uh, the campaign finance felonies. Uh, we saw the checks that Mr. Cohen presented in open hearings there before the uh, oversight committee. You've got the Possible conspiring with a foreign government, possible tax evasion, possible insurance fraud. Hell, Rachel Maddow just did a gutting of 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 the insurance, you know, overvaluations when one needs to overvaluate the property and undervaluate. You know, I mean, uh, you know, you got possible money laundering, possible misuse of the charitable foundation, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I believe one of the New York uh, 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 law enforcement entities shut down the charity and 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 has and has and has put on paper that you know they're they're not to be aligned with any charity for a number of years. You've got the emoluments law violations. I mean, I'm just like what? I mean, <laughs> like like I mean, spin a bottle, pick up, pick up. I mean, what? Uh, um. He's not worth it. I mean, like I, I just—I I don't know if that's a strategy. If they're afraid of the domestic violence, you know, like, like, like. Uh, 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 I mean, it's so much here to the layperson. I'm just like, I just don't get it. Uh, and, and and I know that in 2020, more people tend to show up in a presidential, you know, election than in a midterm. Even though this past midterm was. You know, unprecedented numbers, which is how the Democrats won in the face of all the gerrymandering and everything. You know, they won control of the House. So, like, I get that, you know, we have an election coming in 2020 and then, uh, you know, and that kind of thing. But I, I just thought, wow, like, you know, Mr. Clinton was impeached over over lying about the blowjob in the Oval Office. And I, 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 I mean, I mean, this just makes that look just like, I, I, I mean, you know, like a walk in the park. Uh, uh, and I well, and I just don't get it. Oh, India, 
think about it. What are they saying? They are saying, oh, another Democrat is in. What a crowded field. Ha, 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 ha. Or what are the Democrats going to do? Or with all of the things that are going around, and one of the things that uh, gets me about Chuck, what's his name, Chuck Todd, mm-hmm. with everything that is swirling around this president, the corruption, the, the conspiracies with the foreign nation, his lead into both the next, the last two weeks, his lead on um, the, uh, what is it, MTP, uh, Meet the Press, mm-hmm. is Democrats, Democrats in disarray, the divide, the Democratic divide. You know, after a while, progressives have to step up and call him out and basically demand that he be fired from hosting that program because he is not uh, a down-the-middle-of-the-road the journalist. He is a right-wing hack. At best, he's a right-wing hack. He's no better than uh, Joe Scarborough. He's no better than uh, uh, Chris Matthews. Chris Matthews talks a good game, but Chris Matthews is always willing to push their narrative. And their narrative seems to be what is the media's uh, agenda. Uh I am the newly uh, seated freshman congresswoman, the AOCs and the, the Omans and all of them, especially the one that said we're going to impeach this MF. <laughs> I am, I am representative uh, Khalid. <laughs> yeah, Khalid, that's the name, Khalid. <laughs> yeah. All of these people are doing yeoman's work on these committees. Yes, they are. Yes. Yes, they are. Oh, AOC, AOC pulled Wilbur Ross's pants down. <laughs> and he still ain't repeating oh, no, down. Not that visual. <laughs> He just went on back to the office with his pants, with his pants down around his ankles, taking it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I can't help but like that visual. I'm giggling at the visual. Um, uh, 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 but let me let me let me share with our audience some of what you are speaking to, uh, Alpha and. Uh, now, of course, we have to listen to this uh, with the visual that you all provided. Uh, Representative um, uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, early, uh, cracking some face uh, there on the uh, Oversight Committee questioning uh, uh, a Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross uh, about the census uh, law violations. We are now in violation of the U.S. Census Act of 1974, which requires you to submit a specific report to Congress ahead of of any changes that you find necessary. This question is not a reinstatement of the 1950 question. It's a change, which means that change requires you to send a report to us while the question is proposed, not before it is decided or settled. So my question is, why are we violating the law to include this question in the 2020? Well, point, of, point of order. Uh, I, I, we need to 
at, at this particular point, the gentlewoman is talking about a statute that's been violated. There's been no enunciation of what that statute is. I don't even know what she's talking about. I'd be happy to provide it. I, th yeah, I, I think she laid it out pretty nicely. Um, she said it twice. I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm serious. Um, give him. But, but in previous testimony, Mr. Sure. Chairman, he said that they've, they've submitted reports and, and, and there are three reports required. They submitted the first one and the second one, but not the third one that is required okay. by Congress. And it is in, this is here in uh, U.S. Code, 13 U.S. Code Section 140, 141, Population and Other Census Information, subsection S3. And I'd be happy to provide that to you. Now, I, I noticed that all your, your, I guess those attorneys back there, squirming around telling you stuff. Can you tell, maybe they help, they can help us with this answer. Did they tell you what the answer is to that? Um, got a lot I, of people been, back there. I, I, I've been told by counsel that we have complied with all the regulations. <clears throat> I will take up with counsel the suggestions that have been made by the congressperson, and we will get back in due course on the record. As a follow-up on that question, can you give me that in writing, the fact that you complied with the law? And, Mr. Chair, I'd also like to note that, according to uh, our committee staff, there is not compliance with uh, F3. Well, he's going to give me, he said he did, so he's going to give me a statement. He's still sworn. He's going to give me a statement saying he did. So I'm looking forward to that statement. Thank you. Counsel. All right? All right? <laughs> so um, there you have it. Um, uh, Chairman Cummings said, uh, well, he said he did, and he's sworn. So I'm looking forward to that statement. Um, Alpha minus the visual that you provided for us, uh, Representative uh, AOC, um, and 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 just wiping Representative Mark Meadows, just 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 wipe that right 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 off the uh, right off the uh, board. Well, um, notwithstanding the rules of um, the House, <laughs> she should have checked him. She should have checked him in the firmest way by simply saying his comments and his feigned indignation of the facts, because that's exactly what it was. Well, he admitted he didn't even know what she was talking about. And she should have told him, if you don't know, you don't belong on this committee. And if you don't know, you should shut up. And, and put a caveat. No, um, no, uh, no uh, disrespect intended. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't interrupt. Don't jump in with point of order, and you just a dumbass. Yeah, what I'm wondering is, was that was that was that Secretary Ross with caffeine <laughs> or without? It sounded like Secretary Ross just on, just on, what 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 is that what is that that, that keeps them keeps you uh, alive? But I mean, this is this is so obvious. This is this is the real low hanging fruit. You got a president guilty, plainly as Rachel Maddow pointed out. How does a property go from worth seventeen million? In 2008, to worth 
thirteen million in two thousand and twelve, and in two thousand and eleven, you applied to a bank and said the property was worth two hundred and ninety one million dollars, a quarter billion dollar. And it's documented. It's 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 written down. There is a paper trail. Let, let me go but to I the phone, Alpha. Wait a minute. Stay with, I mean, Alpha, you have me cracking up. Look, I, 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 I just I hope Saturday Night Live is watching this and 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 writing said skits because they are writable. Um, the the who who's gonna play the Commerce Secretary? That that um. <laughs> Let me go to the phones. I'm losing it. Um, one one one. Hey one one one. Thank you so much for uh, calling and declaring your real raw right now. Yes, Hello, uh, dear. I declare. How about you? Hi, I'm Mike. Also, uh, how are you doing? How are you, both of you? Yes, Alpha's on the line. How are you doing? How are you doing, Mike? Yes, yes, and yes, I appreciate your show many, many times. And the top ten uh, show in BTR, and because not only we are politically uh, because aligned, it's not because of that. Because what you say, it comes from your heart, and eventually sits on the heart of your listeners. Indeed. Oh, thank you. I mean, thank you so much. Donald, you, you're welcome, dear. Uh, Donald J. Trump, you know, even did not. Uh, condemn the massacre in New Zealand and uh, by the white supremacy. Uh, why? Why he? I mean, fruits of Donald Trump is political division. Fruits of uh, Donald Trump is sexogate. Uh, uh, again, fruits of Donald Trump is saying to his. Um, uh, you know, supporters, it's okay. Go ahead and punch somebody in the street. You, you uh, tell them, talk to me. I will cover you, everything. I mean, so he wants violence. This guy, I mean, is not from people. He's just a, a, a millionaire that, you know, he lost his money in Taj Mahal a Casino, and then somehow he did... Uh, uh, they give him some money again, uh, rebuilt it, etc. So this man, he doesn't care. And, and where is Melania, by the way? Uh, dear Alpha, and uh, I declare, uh, Melania is nowhere to be found. Where she is, she doesn't even show herself anywhere in the White House or in elsewhere. At least Michelle Obama was yeah, very normally, great. Normally, I mean, the, the, the first lady and the, and the second lady they normally have an issue and or charity that they, you know, that they work on behalf of. Of course, everyone remembers uh, um, uh, First Lady um, uh, Michelle Obama uh, uh, brought uh, 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 nutrition to uh, the public schools across uh, the country. And, and of course, uh, uh, they both uh, teamed together, Dr. Biden, Dr. Jill Biden uh, and, and, and Michelle Obama, Work tirelessly on behalf of our uh, on our military families and and getting them the 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 aid and care and support and attention 
um, that they have earned and need and and are most deserving of. So, you know, um, uh, 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 I remember um, uh, Mrs. Bush, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, did a literacy uh, work. I'm I'm a big reader and literacy advocate, and I and I always remember and appreciate it. Um, uh, her work in terms of the attention. When you're a first lady, you have such a powerful platform of attention and 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 uh, and getting the country to focus on an issue um, uh, and advocating on behalf of young people um, uh, in our country who might not otherwise get that attention. So it is it is very odd to have such a uh, a kind of a blank canvas um, uh, in regards to. Uh, uh, the first and second lady of this uh, administration, uh, and 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 she has said that she um, advocates uh, against uh, bullying, uh, but um, yes. one might want to kind of check. <laughs> one might want to check at the kitchen table um, in regards to that uh, advocacy. Right. So so you know it's it it That's is very interesting uh, in this country. Normally the first lady. Has has such a powerful platform uh, of advocacy and attention. Uh, you know the global press. You know follow follow her, and it has been very interesting to see somewhat just kind of a blank space there. And of course, it's sad because so many uh, Americans and our fellow sisters and brothers around the world. Uh, you know the need is so is exactly. so tremendous. Mm-hmm. There is such tremendous need. Mm-hmm. Yes. And our heart goes with the uh, people who died in New Zealand, Christchurch, and also the people, I think 50 people uh, injured. Uh, We will know later on in a couple of days exact figure. But uh, that's an estimate. I mean, this was, uh, then they called the Islam terrorists, Etc. But we see who is the real terrorist is as the, you know, the white supremacy, the supporter of Donald Trump, which go from another country and, uh, you know, start shooting at innocent people in different country. So we can see that you know, is that's what happening. Unfortunately. Yeah, and 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 you know, at 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 its root is a is a is a is a hatred and disdain for our fellow brothers and sisters, and that's what I speak to. It's it's like this 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 this. Uh, um, um, uh, 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 to me, it's like it's like a pimping um, 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 uh, of, uh, of hating. Uh, your fellow brothers and sisters, when we all know the wealth concentration, you know, uh, has just done a job on not only this country, but internationally, you know, monetary policy internationally, the wealth is concentrated. So you have so, so many more human beings with so much less. And yes, there is a stress with that. But the last thing we want to do is turn on your fellow brother and sister who are just as jacked as you. Uh, 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 it, 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 it has always been uh, 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 just a tragic fascination, um, uh, 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 even though it is extremely effective 
um, but to but to be pimped to hate somebody because uh, because they don't look like you or because they're not your religion or because uh, uh, whatever fill Amen. in the blank. It's just so ridiculous and yeah. it is just so marinated in ignorance and a and a and you know and an insular of um, um, a needle narrow mindset. Um, uh, yes, there, there, there are, there are, there are varying cultures on the planet. Yes, uh, 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 there, there, there are people that might not look like me. Yes, uh, 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 they might not pray to who I pray to. Yes, and you know what? It's enough room for everybody. And see, like I said earlier, the planet is round. The planet is round, and what goes around can only come back around. And I wish the people would wish the people would kind of remember that because I know some people are not into you know the truth, and and and, and the truth is not in style right now. Uh, but 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 this planet is round, baby. It rotates on an axis, baby. And what you put out in the world, it can only come back. India declare real, raw, and right now. Remember that. We got to remember that. We got to remember that. We got to remember that the tax law, all roads lead to the tax code. We got to remember what's going on. The wealth has been concentrated, baby. It's at the very tippy, 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 tippy top, and that's still not enough. They're lying and cheating to get their kids in school. It's rigged in their favor. And the status quo rigging is not enough. So yes, there are there are there are there are there are masses of people. And yes, they might not have much. And yes, they might not look like you. They might not pray to who you pray to. They might not eat what you like. They might not wear what you like. Yes. But guess what? We are all in need of the same water. We are all breathing the same air. We are all standing on the same earth. Dear God, have some gratitude. Stop hating your fellow brother and sister. I know people get on each other's nerves. I get it. But we're all in here together. Neptune, Jupiter, Uranus, all the others, Saturn. They don't want us. We're not welcome there. We're trying to get there. What is it, Mars? Mars says, stay the fuck out of here. Get out. We don't want you guys. Gee, I want you guys. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. 
game. Don't fall for the pimp game. Where is it? Here it is. We're in tax season right now, right? Tax, what is it? Hashtag GOP tax scam, right? Check this. It's going to be a tremendous thing for the American people. Massive tax cut. The tax code, more simple, fair, and easy to understand. This tax season might be remembered for one thing, many unhappy returns. The growing anger over a shrinking tax refund. Refunds are smaller this year, down 8%. It appears the biggest reason, changes in deductions under President Trump's new tax law. Many Americans won't be getting the refunds they expect. Not thrilled about it. Probably have to pay the federal taxes more this year than ever before. Thousands are using hashtags tax scam and never owed before. 30 million Americans are expected to owe money this year. Most Americans put their refund into savings or pay off bills, but this this year, there may be less money for either one. It's rigged, man. It's rigged. Don't fight with somebody who's in the same tax rate as you. The color is green, baby. And it's concentrated at the top. So let's focus on putting our energy together. Let's put our energy together. Let's scrub the tax code. Let's get people in there who will do what the hell is needed to just begin. Just begin. I'm not. I'm no idiot. I, I know this is not going to turn around overnight. But my God, can we at least, you know, scratch the melting iceberg of the surface to begin to Im- to implement tax policy that benefits you and I? Can we demand that the raises be waged? So everybody maybe has a buck or two more so you can buy a shoe or take the wife out, you know, for a piece of bread. Man, don't be hating on people, man. First of all, it's exhausting. It's criminal. It's stupid. And it it, it is exact. See, that benefits somebody. Hmm. Let's see. Hmm. Who does... Let's see, everyday Americans and everyday global citizens, let's see, going at each other's throat. Let's see, who does that benefit? Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. How about those who rigged the system for the status quo elite in the first damn place? You're listening to the I Declare Show, Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I declare it. Check out IDeclareMedia.com. And always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, I Declare It. Now, let me go, let me go to the phones. And, and uh, 561, thank you for holding and, um, and uh, putting up with me and declaring your Real Raw Right Now. I'm going to bring our alpha back up. Uh, I think I lost Mike. Mike, did I lose you? Um, come on in, 561. Thanks for calling and declaring your real well right now. How you doing? Good evening, India. I'm doing well. Hope you are Hi, well. Hi, Miss Janice Graham. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. You know, I have to take my hat off to you and Alpha for hanging in there uh, once it was clear um, after the election that Donald Trump would not change colors. I just didn't have much to say, and so 
I just knew that I wasn't going to be able to broadcast through all of this. Well, you know um, what? If I if I may just put a pin right there, your library of work, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are listening who might not recognize uh, this voice and this talent and this national treasure, this is Miss Janice Graham, founder of the TruthWorks Network and, of course, host of uh, Our Common Ground. And Miss Janice Graham, you have been on the air for how many decades? <laughs> It'll be thir- it would have been 38 years today. Wow. Oh, wow. oh my god, I'm so honored. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, yeah. so my my point to the audience is as you saying that you said, well, I just haven't had much to say. What I want this audience to know is that your library of work, see the truth goes nowhere. Your library of work it will live beyond all of our lives, however they distribute it and digitize it or whatever the hell it'll be, you know, when we're dust. Uh, your library of work will stand. So you can be silent and watch all this madness <laughs> go on because you have yeah. laid the groundwork for generations that we don't, they're not even here yet. Babies yeah. that haven't even been born yet will listen to your work over those 38 years, and that well, India, my, will still my, 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 my real point is that until this president and the, and, and the dismantlement of our government is yes. over, there is not much work that can be done successfully, which is why I have concentrated all of my efforts over the last year of keeping people's eye on the priority of getting him out of the White House right. and for us to keep an eye and a, and, and a meter mm-hmm. on the various ways in which he has fundamentally changed how government serves the American citizen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you if you think about those rules and regulations which were advocated on by the citizenry and laws which took years to promulgate and took more years to assign budgeted tax dollars to implement and took more years to put more dollars in to fix and and to adjust to how the regulations read versus how they worked. If you think about all of this, all of that, and you look at in I mean, people are talking about Bush, said, I mean, about Trump, Trump, Trump. Mm-hmm. I know. He, he dominates being, every news cycle. The every news cycle. Is, the government is being dismantled mm-hmm. by real advisories and real what is called guidance memorandum to the people who implement the law passed by Congress. Mm-hmm. Which means, I mean, I give, and I like the idea that 
that Alfro, who always has his eye on the right ball. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you can have your ball, your eye on on a lot of balls, but they aren't important balls. Right. Or you can have your eye on one ball, and you need to have your eyes on five balls. Mm-hmm. And I think the American public is so worn out, mm-hmm. and that is the intent. That right. is what Donald Trump has done in every aspect of mm-hmm. his life. Mm-hmm. He dated so many women outside of his marriage that the wife decided, yeah, I want out of this. He had so many businesses juggling, and the courts couldn't figure out which of the businesses that really is frauding the um, uh, the American Treasury. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He had so many scams going that lawyers couldn't figure out how to sift through the legal issues in order to get to the real crime. That uh-huh. is the legacy of his life going into this White House. I said it. Before he went into the White House during the during the campaign, that if he makes it into the White House, he is mm-hmm. going to govern. He is not going to govern. He's going to dictate through a fog of confusion where nobody knows what's going on. Which is why it's important, India. For mm-hmm. people to understand what their priorities are and what right. they believe in, mm. more, because more, if more we were a country, mm-hmm. if we were a country that believed in human rights, what happened with immigrants and people mm. seeking asylum on the border would never have happened. Let me give right. you an example, India. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I'm sick, I guess your audience is, damn, she needs to get her own damn show. But I, I, I want to make this point. No, go ahead. No, we want to hear it. Here is the here is what we are living through. Mm-hmm. The deputy secretary, who reports to uh, Dr. Ben Carson at HUD, mm-hmm. she is the deputy secretary of fair housing. She, I mean, this is not something somebody told me. This woman told me her story sitting in front of me over a drink. Okay. She and her mother Mm -hmm. were citizens of Mexico in a little town right outside of Laredo, Texas. Okay. She went to public school in Laredo, Texas, but lived in Mexico until her mother was able to get papers to come over and live legally in Laredo, Texas, when she was seven years old. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Laredo. It's 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 real remote like that. It's it's like yes. you can bounce over and stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This woman lived public housing until she left. Laredo, Texas, Mm -hmm. to go to University of Texas to get her bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. 
She has. Mm-hmm. She is the director. I, I want to um, emphasize this. She's the director. She's a mm-hmm. deputy secretary of fair housing. Mm-hmm. An immigrant who lived in public housing. Mm-hmm. Who was in poverty. Understood right. what it was like to be an immigrant child. Right. And she right. has she not opened it. her mouth once. About what's happening on the border, not once. Mm. Oh, that's deep. Which that means, cuts to the bone. As a Republican woman, she is more invested in being mm-hmm. a good Republican mm-hmm. and and closing the borders, the same mm. borders she had to knock down, and her mother was a maid in a, a lousy motel. Mm. You know, you would think that you would think that she would be off the charts in terms of uh, empathy and 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 pushing, <clears throat> you know, being a voice of empathy. Because as you are as you are uh, giving us such a granular uh, visual, she lived it. She she's tasted it. She has she came up, you know, the yep. hard way. Yeah. Because Laredo is not luxurious. Is what, the next example. This is what we are living through in this nation. Mm. The next example is what Alpha was talking about. You and Alpha were talking about. Mm-hmm. Wilbur Ross was a co-director with the the famous pot-ash oligarch of of uh, of Russia. Mm-hmm that laundered money into the United States that was filtered through from Deutsche Bank, and he is the Secretary of Commerce, and I think, I think he's about as asleep as Dr. Ben Carson is. Because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, as, as far on. as I'm concerned, uh, Ben Carson is either on heavy, heavy medication or he's had brain injury. But anyway, this is what, these are the people on their neocon white supremacy agenda dismantling, mm-hmm. destroying the very fiber of our government. Mm. And I want to encourage everybody to to uh, cheat on their taxes because there ain't enough people that's interested in reviewing them, auditing them, or anything because people have had it. Mm. We have a president who just this week called on vigilante justice for himself. If I had done that on the air or off the air, India, if you had done it on the air or off the air, they'd have dragged your ass off to jail for inciting violence. Well, you know it. We are. So, Alpo, there you have it. This is mm-hmm. the land that we are living in. And until until the, the GOP is shown, that they are not going to survive, that Donald Trump 
is not going to survive. This whole question of impeachment, impeachment is not about punishment. Impeachment is about rescuing the Constitution of the United States. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. You you have articulated it exactly with a with a, a, a laser precision that's why when she used when the speaker used the terminology that she did he's just not worth it the, i think i was in my kitchen and i said but is the constitution worth it i mean and I, I was what offended by that. are you setting what precedent are you setting but when you but let somebody it's, no, go ahead. it's it is not just the gop that is trying to survive. It is also the Democratic Party. And if they don't grow some balls, if they don't get it right, they need to learn from Ayanna Presley. They need to learn from this new freshman class they how sure do. to strike. They sure do. And now, you know what? Look, put a pin in that. I want to play four minutes and 18 seconds worth of sound because this is going to come up now that the, now that the, you know now that we're in this presidential um, you know, a candidacy and season. And I, and I was asking on Instagram and I think on Twitter, I'm not sure, but the fundraising history of the Democrats that are now running for president, will that matter? And does that matter? Let me play this sound from ring of fire. And then, and then, and then we'll discuss it on the other side. Democratic candidates are each trying to convince us that they can beat Donald Trump in 2020 but some of these candidates have Trump connections that aren't sitting really well with voters. Uh, if you're following these stories, progressives are outraged when they find out that Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, Kristen Gillibond, Joe Biden, John, uh, John Kerry, uh, Terry McAuliffe, who was the biggest. Terry McAuliffe took $25 million from Trump, from the Trump family. And, you know, I guess it's okay to take the money and then just say whatever you want after it's over to say, I don't have anything in common. Yeah. Each one of these people, if you ask them, what do you have in common with Trump? They're going to say, well, I took his money. And, you know, at the time it sounded like a good idea. What, uh, Kamala Harris, this, this, uh, this, this story to me is one that I don't think is going to go away. It's not, Chuck Schumer is another one. Yeah. This isn't just going to go away for these people in the next election cycle. And, and, and it shouldn't. Yeah. We should be examining the financial uh, uh, donations of all of the candidates. That's how we determine who's real and who is not. And the big question to me is, why would you, you have Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump? They actually held a fundraiser, bundled tens of thousands of dollars for Cory Booker mm. back in 2013. Mm -hmm. And they each personally donated a few thousand dollars to his campaigns up to the legal limit. And there, there's no, nobody's saying any of this is illegal, but it's certainly, how are you going to stand on, on a debate stage next to the man who helped bankroll your campaign and say, I'm better than him? No. At some point, well, he I'm obviously... Different. How about I'm different from right. him? They can't even say that, really. He, Trump obviously looked at the campaigns of these people. Kamala Harris, back when running for AG in California, he looked at the campaigns and said, I, this could be beneficial to me. This person seems like, you know... Maybe I can benefit from this somehow. That's how donations work. Mm -hmm. And so he gave them money. Steve Mnuchin no, gave this, Kamala yeah. Harris money I, after I missed, she refused to prosecute right, him I missed that. in this same race. So Harris has a very real problem. You have not separated yourself from the people you want to run against, and you're also 
taking their money. She had Mnuchin, by the way, she had Mnuchin dead to rights. Yeah. She could have prosecuted, didn't prosecute. Instead, here's what people miss. And, you know, it's, it's amazing to me that so many Democrats are just okay with this. It's okay. It's okay for Wall Street. I call them the Wall Street Democrats. And what they are, Wall Street is like a soup line for them. You know, it's a soup kitchen. And the Democrats line up. Actually, you may not know this, but when freshman senators and, and, and freshman congressmen first get into office, they actually bring in lobbyists from Wall Street industry telling them how they should conduct business. Do you know this story? Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they sit them down and they say, here's the people you need to know. Here's what we kind of expect out of you. It's almost as if the lobbyists are running the show and these are their new students, pupils. They want to mold them and let them know that I, the lobbyist, I'm in charge here. And here's what I need from you. It's disgusting. It's, it's, it's a party totally captured by Wall Street. Right. And, you know, you can have the, the, you know, the Clinton bots that, oh, my God, we have to do that. We have to give them what they want or we can't survive. <laughs> this whole idea started with Bill Clinton when he said, well, you know, I've got to, we have to create this love affair with Wall Street. He started it in a real serious kind of way yep. for the Democrats. And it has just snowballed year after year. People are going to look at these donations and understand that really with some of these folks, there is no difference between the two. Maybe a little bit different on some so, social, social issues. issues yeah. Other yeah. than that, when it comes to regulations or fighting you know, powers that are hurting American Corporations versus Americans, they're Democrats all on the same side. Exactly, all the time. Farron Cousins, thank you for joining me. And we thank you, uh, Micah Papantonio and our Farron Cousins there at uh, Ring of Fire Radio on Twitter. Um, There you have it. Could that be why uh, all roads lead to the money, follow the money? Could that be why um, uh, the Democrats are are taking the posture that they're taking, uh, Janice? And then, uh, Alpo, uh, your mic is up, too. Um, I'm not taking seriously this feel, but I'm going to go back to what Alpo had to say four years ago. Okay. You got to have, you got to figure out what your odds are. Right. Um, Right. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and all these people, Democrats that have jumped out, you know, I, I just want to say this. Julian Castro couldn't pay me a million dollars to vote for him. Okay. Okay. I I do agree with Pap uh, when he says you've got to separate the the wheat from the chaff. Right. I do agree about that. I, mm-hmm. I'll wait to hear what what Alpha has to say. Okay, Alpha, come on in. Well, Mike Papantonio has always, for me, he's always been a straight shooter. For me, what he tells you is correct. These are people who seek money wherever they can find it, regardless of who has it. This is money. I'll tell everyone like this, like I told them before Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. like I've been telling you all. We are talking political reality. Mm-hmm. Now, 
The lesser of two evils is evil. When has this country been anything other than evil? All of these players who are in the field, who are in this race, right, have segments and pieces and bits and, That's and right. things that they have. They're, they're worse than a cheating man, and I know a cheating man. Right, and 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 the longer they've been, the longer they've been in the business of politics, the more is the more there's going to be there. I have to say that when I heard when I heard the sound, um, uh, oh, and visit a uh, Ring of Fire, uh, yeah, visit a uh, Ring of Fire uh, network, a Ring of Fire radio, but uh, but it's up there on the Ring of Fire radio um, on uh, Twitter. Um, but um, when I saw that, I thought about you, Alpho, because. Uh, uh, first off, I thought, okay, I mean, um, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, 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 because this is going to come up in the scrub down of these candidates, their fundraising history and who they got the money from and taking Trump money in particular, um, you know, uh, uh, like, how is that going to shake out? And to me, doesn't that, I mean, to me, that made me think of Mr. Uh, Mayor, uh, Mayor, um, uh, uh, Buttigieg, I think his name is, or or or, or Stacey Abrams, you, you know, like uh, or 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 Andrew Gillum, like it made me think of other people. Uh, well, they they are no they are no different than the Cory Booker's, the Kamala Harris. All of them are neck deep in this, right? When you look at the, when I have you look to at these disagree with you, Alpha, on that. Stacey Abrams well, stands no, separate. Not. Yeah. Stacey Abrams is separate. There is a, a history with Bernie Sanders. There's a history with Elizabeth Warren. Some mm-hmm. are better, some are worse. Right. I am simply right. making this statement. This, it's not a blanket statement about all of them, it is a right. statement of. You filter out what you can. What can you bear to live with? This idea that uh, Kamala Harris had Mnuchin, it wasn't in her best interest to see that through. It was a better interest of hers to let it go and to reap the benefits from it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I okay, now, okay now let me ask you this. Let me example. ask you this because well, I mean, I only have a few minutes left. I mean, literally like a little over four minutes. But um, um, but let me ask you this: Do you do you recommend that 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 they, the candidates, like have these conversations early and get this out there? I mean, because you know, people like us are talking about this, and so so there's going to be this low bubble. Um, um, uh, low boil of, of, of their financial history. Do you recommend that they just put it out there? Well, you know, it here's, it, yeah, it, it really it really won't matter. Here's, here's the problem. Here's the problem that we've created in this country. We have no foundation at the state and local level That's to true. offset what happens at the federal level. That's true. You're right. Okay. The, the the other thing is that people have to recognize, I, and and you know, and I, I I've said it on the air a number of times. When I moved from the corporate entity in the private sector to mm-hmm. government, I was stunned for almost the first two years I was there mm-hmm. as to how how. 
stringent and how complex to get anything done in government was, even when you knew what, what needed to happen. And that's what the American public has to come to grips with. To grips with. When um, a president um, goes Clark- in. Um, Miss um, Jansen, I'm literally um, out of time. I've got like a minute and a half, but I I, I want to have a discussion on what you just said, the complexities of government and the machinations. Since you since you have lived this and the machinations in regards to getting things done and the clay the clay that 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 mucks this all up. I I, I would love to literally book you for like a. Uh, 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 an hour or so, so we can so we can talk about this because, like the money part um, and the and the and the fundraising history, especially taking money, you know, from Trump himself and all that and all that 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 is going to come up. And I just want us to be able to say, well, we've been having these conversations uh, since the beginning. But I'm literally like I've literally run the clock down. Alpha, yep. thank you so very much um, for subbing for me and for sitting with me tonight. Dennis, thank you so much for your call as well. Mike, thank you. We've got a 312 holding. 312 hasn't, um, uh, didn't want to say anything, but thank you so much for being, especially if that's House Music Lover. House Music Lover, is that you? Um, (laughs) um, uh, uh, So, uh, look, there is a tremendous amount going on. Here at the I Declare show, we try to get to as much as we can. My main point, don't um, uh, disparage your fellow brother and sister. We don't do that here. Uh, We work together uh, because chances are you're jacked by the tax code just like uh, everybody else is. So uh, hang in, hold on, uh, keep your cool. And keep it here at um, I am I declare on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I will try to be back here next week. If not, I pray that Alpha can sit in for me. But no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. Uh, I'm always with you. And catch me on uh, social media at I am I declare. And uh, thank you guys for a great show. That two hours went by really fast. Real raw right now. Talk media. I declare. <laughs> India Declare, real, raw, and right now. You're listening to the I Declare Show, real, raw, right now, talk media. I declare it. Check out IDeclareMedia.com and always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, I Declare It. I am secret and everything. And I mean, I'm getting secret and secret. I have no way out. God's vision was for us to take care of the land, the water, and the air, and not to destroy it. We understand the connection between systemic racism, poverty, and ecological devastation. Poor black and white 
brown and native communions are chosen and it's not new there is a reason why for instance they run the pipeline and the compressor stations and they never go through affluent communities hazardous waste facilities solid waste disposal sites contaminated industrial sites and now pipelines and compressors. They are disproportionately placed in poor communities and black communities. You can't dress, just say I'm sorry and address cultural racism, no matter how grotesque cultural racism, that is rudeness and words and pictures are. The real racism you must prove you're against is systemic racism. If you are against voting rights, if you support environmental racism, if you are against health care for everybody that disproportionately helps African American and brown people, all of that racism. We, the people of the United States of America, have to reclaim our own destiny and make the decision about what our lives are going to be like what our environment's going to be like, whether our air is going to be clean, whether our water is fit to drink, whether our land is going to be free from poison, whether our children are going to be able to have a fine and decent and clean and safe future. You're listening to the I Declare Show, Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, I Declare It, Check out IDeclareMedia.com and always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, I Declare It. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. Does Wells Fargo continue to put profits over people by financing companies that are making weapons that are literally killing our children and our neighbors? According to financial filings last year, Wells provided $40 million worth of lines of credit to Sturm, Ruger, and company. As I'm sure you're aware, Mr. Sloan, uh, Sturm Ruger is one of the largest firearm manufacturers in the country, and their products have been used in the last nine mass shootings. Wells Fargo's human rights statement says that your company is committed to respecting human rights, and that, and I quote, this effort is done with the understanding that in some circumstances we may go above and beyond what the law and industry standards require. So given your pledge and your commitment to help address some of the country's most pressing social and economic issues, yes or no, because I only have five minutes, do you think that stemming the epidemic of gun violence is a pressing social and economic issue? I do. Two of your biggest competitors, Citibank and Bank of America, adopted new policies to ensure responsible lending in their businesses with the gun industry. Under the city policy, all of the bank's business partners in the gun industry must require a background check before they sell a firearm 
and they must prohibit the sale of firearms to teenagers. So could you tell me why, uh, when Bank of America has stopped lending to Stern, Ruger, and other companies that make assault-style rifles, Citigroup announced that it would cut ties. J.P. Morgan announced that they are significantly cutting exposure to the gun industry. So, Mr. Stone, what is Wells Fargo waiting on? We're not waiting on anything. We want to continue to bank uh, industries across this country that follow the, the laws and regulations on a, on a local, state, and national basis. And we will continue to do that. Uh, in addition, what we're doing is we're going to be partnering with a, a number of nonprofits to, to uh, donate $10 million for nonpartisan uh, research in terms of how we Sorry, can reduce... Sorry, reclaiming my time. I only have five minutes here. Your website specifically states that you are committed to the highest standards of integrity, transparency, and principles performance, and that you do the right thing in the right way and hold yourselves accountable. And yet, you are providing millions of dollars to an industry and a lobby that is determined to manufacture firearms of ever-increasing lethality, firearms that have been used to murder tens of thousands of Americans each year. Why are you willing to go above and beyond what the law requires for human rights but not for gun, for gun safety. Why is one more important than the other? Uh, that, that isn't the case. We just don't believe that it, it is a good idea to encourage banks to enforce legislation that doesn't exist. Well, uh, we go above and beyond the law and others. Second and I want to thank uh, Now This Media, at Now This Media, um, uh, for that sound. We're off the uh, live stream, uh, but our board is still hot, and I wasn't able to get to, you're listening to the I Declare show, I wasn't able to get to uh, uh, what happened uh, there in Connecticut in their Supreme Court. Uh, uh, the Connecticut Supreme Court ruled that the, um, uh, the dear parents who lost their precious babies, Lord Jesus, from the uh, Sandy Hook shooting, um, the Connecticut Supreme Court ruled that they can sue and that they can hold the gun manufacturer um, accountable. Uh, and of course, that hearing that you heard from, uh, and I'll, I'll play some more sound in a minute once I pull myself together here, um, uh, that of course uh, was uh, Representative uh, Ayanna Presley and uh, Carolyn Maloney uh, questioning the president and CEO of, uh, of Wells Fargo, Mr. Timothy Sloan, on the banks, uh, on Wells Fargo financing um, these, uh, 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 the manufacturer uh, of the lethal instrument uh, that took those precious innocent babies' lives uh, and that take tens of thousands of lives uh, annually uh, in this country. Um, so why is that so important, you say? Well, because of something uh, that um, I've been speaking to for a long time, and I know a lot of other people have too, uh, it's called the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. Um, and uh, for those of you who might not know uh, what that is, um, uh, yeah, let's see where, I know I've got a lot of tracks. Yeah, here it is. Um, the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act uh, was a law that was passed in 2005, and um, that law uh, immunized gun manufacturers, gun distributors, and gun sellers from being uh, held liable uh, for the uh, carnage 
from which the instruments that they manufacture, distribute, and profit from. So uh, it was passed uh, uh, October 26th of 2005. It is called the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. Uh, there is another uh, kind of uh, a more casual terminology for it. It's called the gun immunity law. So if you uh, search engine Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, PLCAA, or the gun immunity law, uh, you will, you will, if you search engine that, a lot will come up. And so um, the gun epidemic is a public health uh, crisis uh, in our country. And the uh, dear parents who lost their children uh, there in Connecticut uh, have been uh, uh, have risen from their loss uh, into uh, advocacy, and um, their perseverance uh, has resulted in the court ruling uh, that the parents can sue the gun manufacturer. Uh, whose weapon was used in the slaughter of their children. Um, this is uh, like an extension. I didn't get, I didn't even know I was going to do this, but um, since I ha have the time here, um, I will uh, just keep the show going. So we do the live stream and then uh, that, you know, that clock runs out. And, and so I can get to some of the issues that I wasn't able to get to. There's just so much going on. And, it is crazy just being a regular person trying to keep up with this with like no staff. <laughs> so just bear with me. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm the CEO and the janitor of, um, of um, I declare media. Uh, and so, um, yeah, so that was like super huge, right. Um, this protection of lawful, of lawful commerce and arms act, um, was at that time in 2005, like 14 years ago, um, and you can you can search engine search engine this. Don't take my word for it; it's out there. I believe it was a, a New York Times um, um, article, uh, but it was the number one priority of the lobby, uh, the NRA, uh, back in 2005 to get the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act uh, made into law. And uh, Mr. Bush, uh, George W. Bush, uh, signed uh, it uh, into law into in 2005. So um, if you if you if you have no liability, um, then you know all bets are off, right? Um, you know. Uh, so so bringing accountability and, um, in my opinion, uh, liability. Uh, to the manufacturers, distributors, and sellers of such weaponry. And by the way, I'm not an anti-gun. Um, so, you know, don't even try that. Don't try it. Okay? Uh, so, uh, um, uh, but, but we should have responsible and sane policy uh, connected to those very lethal uh, instruments. And so when one is held accountable uh, for what they sell, um, then um, I submit, just my opinion from my kitchen table, uh, but I submit that the manufacturers, the uh, distributors, and the dealers um, would be a lot more persnickety um, about who gets them. <laughs> but if there's no accountability uh, connected to such uh, lethal uh, instruments, 
then uh, hey, uh, you know, and that's what that's what we have now. So uh, kudos to uh, just a huge shout out to the Connecticut Supreme Court uh, ruling uh, that the uh, gun manufacturer, uh, 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 you know, the beginning of the process of accountability uh, will take place there in uh, Connecticut. Um, and I, I, I have some sound uh, in regards to that. Yes, uh, it's about uh, eight and a half minutes. Uh, Representative uh, Ayanna Presley uh, sat with Lawrence O'Donnell of MSNBC's The Last Word, and she spoke about uh, a few issues, uh, but one of them was what happened there um, in Sandy Hook and, 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 the, um, uh, and the court's ruling. Uh, in regards to this law and having this law challenged. Uh, this law, the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, is, and again, it's not my opinion. You can search engine it, and I encourage you to do so. It is at the root of the madness uh, in this country when it comes to uh, firearms. Um, so uh, uh, the, the, the laws that uh, keep the um, uh, medicinal personnel uh, from being able to talk about uh, firearms, um, uh, 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 the 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 not being able to reference firearms, you know, as a public health crisis, which it obviously is. Uh, so it's a deep law. If you have not scrubbed it, I highly recommend that you do so. If you're wondering, like, how the hell did we get here? Why? Like, what? What the hell is going on? That law is at the root of the madness. Once again, it's called the Protection Lawful Commerce, the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, uh, PLCAA. It is also referred to as the Gun Immunity Law. Um, so you can search engine it that way as well. And let's take a listen to Representative Ayanna Presley sitting with in Washington, D.C., uh, Mr. Lawrence O'Donnell uh, of the fabulous show, uh, The Last Word, there on MSNBC. It's about uh, eight and a half minutes and worth every minute of your time. Mr. Secretary, you lied to Congress, you misled the American people, and you are complicit in the Trump administration's intent to suppress the growing political power of the non-white population. You have already done great harm to Damn census it. 2020, and you have zero credibility, and you should, in my opinion, resign. That is how Donald Trump's Secretary of Commerce, Wilbur Ross, was greeted today in the House Oversight Committee. It was Wilbur Ross's turn today to discover how much has changed since voters decided to give Democrats control of the House of Representatives. Last year, when Republicans controlled the House, Wilbur Ross testified there that he added a question about citizenship to the next census because the Justice Department asked him to do that. We have had a request, as everyone is aware, from the Department of Justice to add a citizenship question to the 2020 census. We are responding solely to the Department of Justice's request. Since that testimony, in the discovery process of a lawsuit, emails have been revealed showing that Wilbur Ross's staff had made repeated requests to the Justice Department to send them a request for the change in the sentence, 
census and a legal justification for that change. That lawsuit has also revealed that Wilbur Ross spoke to Steve Bannon and others in the White House about the change before receiving any communication from the Justice Department. That's why you just heard Congressman Lacey Clay telling Wilbur Ross, you lied to Congress. In today's hearing, Wilbur Ross discovered what it's like to go up against the freshman in the House of Representatives this time. It was Massachusetts Congresswoman Ayanna Presley's turn to force the Commerce Secretary into a corner where he was afraid to answer the question. On any of your calls with the Attorney General, did you ask the Attorney General to send you a letter requesting the addition of a citizenship question, yes or no? As I have said before, the content of my conversations with the Attorney General are confidential. It may be confidential, but it's not privileged. Uh, so again, one more time, could you disclose what was the nature of your phone call with the Attorney General if at any point you asked him to include the uh, immigration question in the census, the citizenship question? My, my answer is the same as what I gave you. Okay. After a Republican congressman said that Thomas Jefferson believed there should be a question about citizenship in the census, Wilbur Ross said this. Well, I'm a great admirer of Thomas Jefferson. That's the kind of thing a cabinet secretary could say back when 81-year-old Wilbur Ross was in college and there were no black women in the House of Representatives, but now there are black women in the House of Representatives and black men who know about Thomas Jefferson's treatment of Sally Hemings and who know exactly the way Thomas Jefferson believed we should count human beings in this country. Mr. Ross, you're aware also that Thomas Jefferson believed that slaves should be counted as three-fifths of a person for population basis, so I'm not sure if Thomas Jefferson should be the litmus test for what we should be doing for accounting okay. census. That was Congresswoman Stacey Plaskett of the Virgin Islands. We are joined now by one of the freshmen in the House of Representatives who are changing how the Trump administration is being held, held accountable. Congresswoman Ayanna Presley, a Democrat from Massachusetts, a member of the Oversight and Reform Committee. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Really appreciate having you here. Uh, thank you for having me. So uh, another six and a half hour hearing. Yeah. You get uh, your shot uh, and, and you corner uh, the secretary and he claims uh, he claims something that doesn't exist. He has no right to say, none of them do, that, they, that he, the communication was confidential. Uh, they, they, this administration seems to think there are, there are rights that they don't have. Well, um, this is the day of reckoning. Uh, under Chairman Cummings, I mean, uh, you know, under the previous, um, when the Democrats were not in the majority, uh, oversight and reform was giving uh, this administration a pass. I mean, can I just pause there for a second? Sure. This hearing would never have occurred, not occurred, if, right. if the Republicans were in control. That's right. So even if you'd been elected into the minority, you wouldn't have had any minutes with Wilbur Ross today. That's right. Uh, Dave Reckoning and Chairman Cummings uh, said it's uh, the challenge in charge of us as members of the Oversight and Reform Committee to be effective and efficient in pursuit of the truth. Uh, we certainly did attempt to do that today as a committee and the collective. Um, I do believe that uh, we were stonewalled at every turn. Um, and, and in fact, um, 
this was incredibly frustrating for six and a half hours when we could produce documents and, in fact, even video um, that showed that Secretary uh, Ross was in, uh, in contradiction mm -hmm. with previous statements. Um, and that's very serious. Uh, Michael, Michael Cohen perjured himself, and he's going to jail. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we don't take these, uh, these contradictions, uh, these obstructions, and this stonewalling uh, lightly by any stretch of the imagination. And um, uh, during, you said I, I cornered him, but during that, uh, that round of questioning, uh, he, he said that uh, my time was up, and I had to remind him that it was not, uh, that was not up to him. That was up to the chair. Right. <laughs> uh, so. uh, I want to go to something that happened on the House floor today that looks kind of extraordinary from uh, us out on the outside. 420 to nothing was the vote on the House floor saying that, uh, of course, Robert Mueller's report should be released to Congress and the public. Were you surprised that there were zero votes uh, against that? No, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I consider myself to be an internal uh, optimist here, and um, there are many things that we disagree on, but we collectively uh, agree uh, that the American people deserve to know the truth, and so that report should be made public. Um, you know, again, there are indicators uh, potentially of obstruction of justice, of collusion, but we won't know if any of that is substantiated or, or real um, until we receive this report, and the American people deserve uh, full transparency. I know when you were running in Massachusetts, uh, gun legislation, gun safety issues were important to your campaign. Actually ran into you one summer day in the middle of your campaign in Massachusetts. Uh, you were behind in the polls, but you were confident you were going to win, and you did. Uh, the ruling in the Sandy Hook case today, the court ruling saying that, yes, uh, the gun manufacturers can be sued for the way uh, they are b both marketing and, and, and making these guns available to what turn out to be mass murderers. That is a big breakthrough in this field. Absolutely. Speaking of the Massachusetts uh, 7th, uh, gun violence is an issue of consequence uh, for our district and throughout the country. It is a, I am uh, heartened and inspired by the hundreds of family members that I've met uh, who have uh, suffered tragic loss and have become uh, advocates uh, in gun violence prevention uh, to make sure that no other family knows that hurt and that ache. Um, this is, uh, you know, the year, it seems, for accountability. And so I think it's an exciting precedent. Uh, we can't return those 26 souls, but I hope it puts these families on a pathway uh, to peace and to healing uh, and to justice, and it's an encouraging precedent. Um, I, you know, in the spirit of accountability, uh, I actually, um, when Wells Fargo was before the Financial Services Committee, this is one of the. This was my line of questioning because, uh, unlike other banks which have divested uh, from gun manufacturers and from the NRA, uh, Wells Fargo continues to invest uh, quite formidably, uh, and we took them to task on that. Uh, they should be held accountable for uh, the contributing role that they are playing uh, in this. Uh, public health crisis and epidemic that is gun violence. Thanks for checking out our YouTube channel. Subscribe by clicking on the button below for more from The Last Word and the rest of MSNBC. And we, um, I highly recommend you do exactly as Lawrence O'Donnell instructed. Uh, I want to thank uh, all of you for, um, uh, uh, I've got a board full of, of listeners still, uh, and I want to thank you guys for uh, um, uh, sitting with me through this extended, I think we've been on the air, what, another 26 minutes or so. Um, uh, but I, I wanted to get that on the record. Um, our thanks to Representative uh, Ayanna Presley, of course, uh, Mr. Lawrence O'Donnell, uh, the last word there, and uh, MSNBC. Um, and uh, Representative Presley is right. Um, this is um, the year of accountability. Um, as we spoke of earlier, I think I might even still have it up. Yes, I do. 
um, oversight.house.gov. Take a look at what is going on um, in the Congress that you are paying for, uh, and in a multitude of ways, not just monetarily. Uh, This week was Sunshine Week there at the Committee on Oversight and Reform. Uh, oversight.house.gov. I was reading through just some of the work that our oversight committee uh, is in fact uh, engaged in, and it is all about bringing transparency and information and data uh, to the American people, um, as this is our government. And as you participate, your participation in this government um, is the oil that uh, keeps it run. We know the money. We, we know. We know all about it. But that should not deter or distract everyday people from participating in, in this governance that is ours, period. Uh, so we know the game. We know, we, know, we know the game. We know all about it, and we talk about it here extensively. Uh, and we laugh as much as we can about it, too, because it is just, uh, well, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm not off the air yet. Um, but, but, uh, uh, but anyway, yes, check out, uh, what is it, uh, um, uh, Oversight, wait, wait, where is it? Okay, yeah, oversight.house.gov. Uh, it is called Sunshine Week of 2019. It was this week, right? Uh, quoting, exposing secrecy in the Trump administration. And this is just one committee. This is the uh, Oversight and Reform Committee. So um, as I sit with you, we'll go through the Intel Committee and Judiciary and, you know, and on and on and on, uh, because there is a, uh, there's a lot going on. Um, and it's our, uh, it's our government. And so we can't just participate on Election Day. That's cute. You know, that's cute. But it's really about the ongoing uh, day-to-day. I know. I, child, uh-uh. I, I know. Girl, look. Don't eat. I know. It is mind-numbing, and, and, and it, I can't say what I want to say. Um, so I know. I get that part, but we still have to do it. <laughs> so I get all of that. It is, it is insidious. It is just, as Ms. Janice Graham was saying, it is exhausting. It is insane. It's maniacal. It's ridiculous. It's racist. It's sick. It's twisted. It's corrupted. It's, I mean, it, it's all of that. It is, but guess what? It's still ours. So <laughs> it's all of that. And we still uh, have to, uh, you know, um, uh, engage and participate. And so I know it's, it's this weird, uh, insidious quest, uh, of mine. And, and I don't know, I blame my parents, um, (laughs) because they were, they were engaged politically too. Uh, so, so, so that's like where this comes from. It's a labor of passion. And, um, um, you know, uh, uh, every day I wonder if I can keep doing this. So, uh, tomorrow's another day, uh, but as long as we're here, we'll get through it together, and 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 you know, and and we'll and we'll face this crap. Uh, but uh, it's our system, and so like that's what we have to deal with. So like, what do you do? Uh, but anyway, okay, so so we got that. So let's see, did I hit everything? Boom, 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 boom. I think I did. Well, I don't know. I, I, I have so much here in front of me, like. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, so I will try to be here. Um, I know people are saying, girl, like, where are you? Uh, 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 
I've got a lot going on, okay? I'm kind of like in a transition, okay? And so uh, Alpha is so sweet and gracious. Like, he sits in for me when I'm not here. But I will, you know, I'll try to be here, okay? Uh, so Fridays, 9 p.m., what, check, check out. Uh, I'm always on the social media channel. Uh, what I am, I declare on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And uh, you can uh, email me, theindiadeclareshow at gmail.com. I know, child, I didn't change the name of the damn email. So what? Theindiadeclareshow at gmail.com. Uh, okay, so that's it. Um, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know that you matter. And if it's real raw right now, talk media, you know it is this crazy show, uh, the, <laughs> the I Declare Show. The I Declare Show. I'm going to go have some hot tea and. Um, um, uh, wrap this up. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I declare it. Thank you guys on the phone board, too. Y'all are so sweet. That is crazy. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? I am so nosy. I am so nosy. I've got a board full of listeners, and I'm just wondering, like, are they cooking late at night? You know, like breakfast for dinner? Um, like, are you at the grocery store? Are you, you know, like working on the car? Uh, doing laundry? Uh, uh, you know, uh, having a fabulous cocktail, um, uh, engage in legal cannabis. Uh, I just wonder what the hell y'all are doing. But anyway, thank you, though, for hanging out with me and putting up with this crazy show. We're raw right now, Talk Media. I do India Declare. Real, raw, and right now. listening to the I Declare Show, Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, I Declare It. Check out IDeclareMedia.com and always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're listening to the I Declare Show, Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, I Declare It. <laughs> 